Let's take a moment to reflect on what it takes to become an expert or a professional in something. As we listen to Elder Quinton L. Cook explain something called the 10,000-hour rule. Personal foundations, like many worthwhile pursuits, are usually built slowly. One layer, one experience, one challenge, one setback, and one success at a time. A most cherished physical experience is a baby's first steps. It is magnificent to behold. The precious look on the face, a combination of determination, joy, surprise, and accomplishment is truly a seminal event. In our family, there is one event of a similar nature that stands out. When our youngest son was about four years old, he came into the house and gleefully announced to the family with great pride, I can do everything now. I can tie, I can ride, and I can zip. We understood he was telling us that he could tie his shoes, he could ride his big wheel tricycle, and he could zip his coat. We all laughed but realized that for him they were monumental achievements. He thought he had truly arrived and was grown up. Physical, mental, and spiritual development have much in common. Physical development is fairly easy to see. We begin with baby steps and progress day by day, year by year, growing and developing to attain our ultimate physical stature. It is different for each person. When we watch a great athletic or musical performance, we often say that the person is very gifted, which is usually true, but the performance is based upon years of preparation and practice. One well-known writer, Malcolm Gladwell, has called this the 10,000-hour rule. Researchers have determined this amount of practice is necessary in athletics, musical performance, academic proficiency, specialized work skills, medical or legal expertise, etc. One of these research experts asserts that 10,000 hours of practice is required to achieve the level of mastery associated with being a world-class expert in anything. Most people recognize that to obtain peak physical and mental performance, such preparation and practice is essential. Unfortunately, in an increasingly secular world, less emphasis is placed on the amount of spiritual growth necessary to become more Christ-like and establish the foundations that lead to enduring faith. We tend to emphasize moments of spiritual experiences that are sublime, that give us sublime understanding. These are precious instances when we know the Holy Ghost has witnessed special spiritual insights into our hearts and minds. We rejoice in these events. They should not be diminished in any way. But for enduring faith and to have the constant companionship of the Spirit, there is no substitute for the individual religious observance that is comparable to physical and mental development. We should build on these experiences which sometimes resemble initial baby steps. We do this by concentrated commitment to scripture study, prayer, and serving as called. In one recent obituary tribute for the father of 13 children, it was reported his loyalty to daily prayer and scripture study 
profoundly influenced his children, giving them an immovable foundation of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. What then are the blessings of faith? What does faith accomplish? The list is almost endless. Our sins can be forgiven because of faith in Christ. As many as have faith have communion with the Holy Spirit. Salvation comes through faith on Christ's name. We receive strength according to our faith in Christ. None enter the Lord's rest save those who wash their garments in Christ's blood because of their faith. Prayers are answered according to faith. Without faith among men, God can do no miracle among them. In the end, our faith in Jesus Christ is the essential foundation for our eternal salvation and exaltation. That was an excerpt from Elder Quentin L. Cook's talk, Foundations of Faith. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.